If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. About their chances, but many analysts believe it will be a three horse race between. Dr. Hushafriye side said he has the master stroke. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Uh, how is the economy looking like? Ghanaian economy has not been the best of shape. The economy before 2020 was much of a robust one, was much of some uh, economy that supported growth, economy that actually was less harsh on the living standard of uh, the Ghanaian people.
I mean, what have you seen or what do you know that gives you the confidence that indeed this economy will rebound? Yeah, because we are curtailing our debt to GDP. Mm-hmm. One of the pressures or some of the heat transmission is how we have our economy through our debt stock. We have successfully been able to have an IMF program. Some funds are coming. We are supporting our reserve position. Inflation was 54%. The three months left to end the year, or four months remaining to end the year, things will get much more better, mm-hmm. and next year we'll start on a very good sounding and mm-hmm. good footing. How's the Balmia camp shaping up ahead of Saturday's uh, Congress? Yeah, good. Uh, the Balmia, we've done our, our campaign. We've done with the very, very, in a very different Vice President is very clear. It's a message of hope. It's a message of believing in Ghana and a different vision, a vision that is going to build on the successes that have been job, a vision that really understands the current challenges of the economy. Mm-hmm. The Bawumia campaign is very mindful of the fact that we are a team, and then at the end of the results, at the end of the day, November 4th, I mean, November 4th, where the ultimate will come, we will need everyone on board. So we are very decorous in our campaign. We are very mindful of the fact that we are one one house fed. Mm. Our major opponent is the NDC. And the NDC is why we should be... Several factors. One, you look at the record of the person. Okay, Baumia has got enviable work experience than any of the candidates in government, out of government. Okay, he's the most experienced vice president this country has ever had. Okay, among the candidates, he's got much more experience running with Nana Akufuado for four elections. No, none of the candidates has got that experience. Mm. Be at the helm of affairs in the management of the company, none of the candidates has got that track record. So that is one. Two, Baumia has made very, I mean, I'll turn a non parallel policy contribution. Most of the flagships of the government, things that we can look back and campaign on, things that the Ghanaian people will look back and say that these are actually real changing intervention. He's been at the helm of those interventions. Baumia is mindful of that, and that is why he's going to campaign well. He's someone who has got a very distinguished personal character, mm. okay? The temperament of a leader, patience, humility, okay, understanding, wisdom. These are ingredients that will, I mean, these are the, I mean, this is oil that will, the, I mean, grease the wheel of leadership, mm. okay?
jump around, none of them comes closer to him. That is something he's going to campaign on. But when he's going to campaign on the issue of tolerance, issue of unity, diversity, and also from the founding stock of the party, the leg he represents in the whole architecture of the MPP or the history of the MPP, he's going to campaign on that. He's going to campaign on the records of the MPP, mm. be at the, at the top of, of, of uh, policy making in the government. So these are the messages. But at the end of it all, his message is that each and every of the 10 aspirants has got what it takes to be a leader. But in, uh, in, in sportsmanship, there's always someone who has to score. Mm. The end goal of it is to win the 2024 election. And Baumia has what it takes. In fact, he's the most competent person now to lead us into the election. And with this in mind, I think that the delegates are very descending. They have bought into this message. They know that of the many, out of the multitude, few are chosen. Mm. And Dr. Mahur Baume is the chosen one to lead us. He's going to hold the flag of the MPP to victory 2024. Mm. Many, many say that, I mean, if you look at the economy and where we are, how the turbulence we've been in, once he is the head of the economic management team and the man who was clothed with the responsibility to steer the economy to where it has to be, we cannot say that the same man should come and be the president with the performance or the way the economy is in now. How, how do you respond to that? The vice president has not, never run away from the challenges of the economy. Mm. And that sh is the show of sportsmanship. That is the show. Okay. So in the first place, in the midst of the challenges, every person, the true measure of leadership, leadership is born out of difficulties, not in normal times. Okay. So if we needed to determine who is best fit to lead the MPP, then the best period we should have determined or can determine is the last three years. Okay, because that has been the most turbulent period of the party. But isn't it the last three years that he is also not spoken too much on the economy? The vast the, 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 I mean the the uh, critical aspect of the of the economy itself we've not had the vice president for the last three years i can mm. say for the last three years held major except this year but this mm. year is a different year because we're in election campaign and you have to present your alternative to the ghanaian people mm. to buy into but the last two years before this year he has seized every single opportunity to address the country on every significant issue but the issue is look you're in government stop talking and work when he comes to a lecture or give solution, proper solution, a group of Ghanaians say that, look, you're in government, stop talking and concentrate on the job. So being in government is going to be something, of, of course, different from when he was in opposition. Mm. But the vice president in 2017 up to 2020, he never held lectures. He was working. Okay. In the midst of the crisis, he was called to come and speak. And he spoke to the Ghanaian people. He made the Ghanaian people understand that, okay, this is the genesis of the problem. Mm. And with the clarity of vision, we are very certain that he is the only person who understands this problem very well and can get, his, can get us out of it. So those saying that the vice president does not have the, the gravitas to speak on issue of the economy, I said they are getting it wrong. But who else? Who understands the problem better than he? That we are not going to the election because we are, we are going to the election with the feeling that Ghanaian people are disappointed in the MPP government. If that is going to be the case, then it's going to be a collateral damage. Because every member of the MPP is associated with the MPP government. No, but that's, that's the reality. Most Ghanaian people are disappointed in the MPP. 
Ghanaians are not disappointed in the MPP. Ghanaians are not happy with the state of things as it stands now. Okay, and the Ghanaian people are but also if, in but mind. If, if you are not happy, what are you? No, well, you, you may be indifferent. Okay. So we are not. We, are, we shouldn't go into that technicality. Someone may be happy, sad, or indifferent. All right. Mm -hmm. So Ghanaian people also understand that. Look, but given different context and scenario, and the, in terms of geopolitics and global context, things will have been different. Ghanaians were not complaining before 2020. Even if they were complaining, it was not as it is now. Okay, something might have happened that your father, who was taking good care of you, all of a sudden is not able to provide adequately as you should you expect. Something might have happened. So it is for the reasoning of the Ghanaian people, it's for their, them to trigger their rationality to understand that, look, these people were doing better, far better than the alternative until something happened. There is that tendency for the Ghanaian people to give that government the benefit of the doubt. So I don't think that the happiness in the economy the happiness in, I mean, in the global context is enough measure. The economy is not the only measure of but, whether to vote the, economy, the, the government to power or not. What else? We have social safety nets. How you are able to protect the vulnerable in the midst of the economic challenges. We have the education as how you are able to ensure quality and ensure that people have access to education. Okay? We have uh, uh, allowances to teachers. How you are able to support poor homes for them to be able to train as teachers and nurses. Mm. We have agricultural programs. How you are able to support your family with subsidies. Okay. We have technology and transformation for how you are able to make the life of the ease of business in your country. Businessmen will approach it with a different angle. Okay. So there are several factors they will consider. So I don't think that using one yardstick is enough. Either that, then the NDC will not have any chance of ever coming to power. Because they have given the worst in terms of economy, but still they still hope and I mean and aspire to come back to power. In fact, we know less a leader, but the poor who are sentenced to who sentenced to that mess. Mm. Okay, so this is the state, and I think that those who always go with the current crisis and say that in the first place, except one or two of them, all of us have been part of it. If you are chairing a board which has a contribution to the national economy. If you are a minister, which has contribution to the national economy, if you are a, 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 what do you call, a member of parliament, which oversight responsibility are going to ensure that government is on its knees, I mean on its toes, working. You all have responsibility. We can't think ignorance. If you think ignorance, it's one mark of lacking leadership because leadership is to embrace it and tell them that my contribution is to this extent. Mm. Okay? However, given the opportunity, I will do this differently. But you cannot just sit down and say, I was not on the driving seat, I was not part of the government, but you are going to the race with that horse. And if you make that horse, if you create the impression that that horse is a lame horse, and you cannot go to the pools with that particular horse, then you are basically not ready for power. Mm -hmm. but, but, but I mean, how do you go to the Ghanaian people and tell them that? In 2016, I took your... Um, for exchange rate, for example, at 3.9. And today, I've taken it to 12. But still, maintain the same person who led the team to take us from 3.9 to 12. The Ghanaian people will know that exchange rate variability, the movement of exchange rate, is something since time immemorial, 1992, has never been static. Mm. After re-denomination, okay, we had almost $1 to one Ghana CD, right? Some people brought it to 9. Some people brought it to 11.5, 11.3, whatever it is. What they are going to ask the examiner is that why is our exchange rate moving? 
at what pace is it moving? If these people were moving it from one or five or four to nine, and some have moved it from nine to 11, what is the extent of movement? That is the question you are going to. You have to do the comparative or relative option. Which one is relatively competent? Because you know that our economy is largely import-driven. Mm. And to the extent that you have an economy being import-driven, you will always have turbulence of your currency against other major trading currencies. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. That is a known fact. And we know that as far as our economy is concerned, until we start adding value and until we export more than we import, our currency will still be in that particular problem. Mm -hmm. Even if we are doing that, the fact that the USA currency is a vehicle currency makes it very, very strong against major trading currencies. Mm -hmm. Okay? So that is a fact that ordinary people, people with some better or a bit, a level of appreciation of how economies work would understand this. They will never say that, look, you took it at 9 and now it's now 11. If you do that, then you are lacking an appreciation of what is happening. And yeah. uh, it is our part of our civic responsibility to educate you that these are not things that you can associate largely with a government. Okay. But you have to look at how competent, but for that initiative they have taken, how far would we have gone down the abyss? Mm. That's the question they will need to ask themselves. Okay. So for me, exchange rate dynamics, macroeconomic dynamics, and even that, even that, we are not even running away from the records. We are mm. telling them to compare our records, even in the midst of the crisis, with the alternative. Okay. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When we do that, then we are in a good shape. But the moment people begin to say, okay, you took it, and even internally, those people have not even adverted their minds to the fact that, look, even in the midst of the crisis, there are certain men of the indicators, this government is doing better than the alternative. Mm. Then you cannot crucify such a government. You cannot say that the leadership of that government is clueless. You cannot blame the vice president, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, for, for that. You can only, of course, as a leader, he collateral, he will take the level. In fact, he's even willing to take mm. responsibility mm. as a leader but tell you to the extent of his contribution to it. Okay? That is the contest we are going to do. And mm. I have no doubt in my mind that majority of the delegates understands that mm. the Ghanaian people, at least the overwhelming absolute majority of the Ghanaian people, will give Dr. Mahmoud Bawir a benefit of the doubt mm. and the opportunity to correct the little challenges we have than to entrust it to John Mahama. Because okay. that's our, our ultimate mm. focus. Mm. Mm. Uh, when, when, when it gets there, I mean, we'll have the conversation between John Mahama and uh, Baumia if he is selected. But who, what does Al Haji, Dr. Baumia, represent? I mean, well, so you need to understand that Dr. Mahmoud Baumia comes with sacrifice. Mm. When you say sacrifice, we are looking at someone who has been loyal to party, someone who has been faithful to the Ghanaian people, someone who has been honest with the Ghanaian people, someone who is not corrupt. 
And this all come at a personal discomfort. Look, he's only, the only one who sacrificed a very enviable job as a governor of the central bank with all the heli belly of politics, with all the uncertainty around the politics of our country. The risks it posed to his family, okay, the danger of our politics, mm. took the call of the MPP and responded to the call of Nana Adudonko Akufuadu and stepped out to the occasion. Mm. When the party lost, he, had known, he, he has not known any job except the party's work. Okay, he comes with that sacrifice. The vice president comes with humility that you will need a leader. Look, to, the sovereignty lies in the Ghanaian people as enshrined in the constitution of Ghana. However, that sovereignty is sometimes exercised by the executive power that is wielded by the president. Mm. To entrust the whole machine in the power to someone without the temperament, imagine what this country will go into. Someone with the executive power without the right temperament. Baumia comes with the proper, appropriate temperament. Leader who makes sure that cool health prevail. They take decisions rationally and make sure that they are sensitive to them. The vice president comes with someone who is very empathetic and sympathetic to the vulnerable. We've not had vice president in this country. We have had vice president. Every single year, this vice president is with the destitute, the lepers, the blind working to ensure that they are comfortable. That is the kind of person we have. That's the kind of leadership this society needs. The vice president comes with innovations. Okay? Of all, I have mentioned, of all the policy distinguished and very important national policies that we are currently touting as the achievement of the MPP, the vice president has been at the thick and thin of them. Mm. Okay? That is why he's coming. And in fact, we we'll even get, that is the, the breadth of that particular vision. With the person on the seat, an opportunity to drive the development of the country, we will get to have the full benefit, the full package of his vision and his innovation. The vice president comes off as someone, look, he is, the, apart from few of them, he cuts across generation. It's the transition between the youth and the aged. Someone who pays his huge, his huge debt to the aged and also very much well aligned with the youth. If you don't have a leader who does not appreciate the happiness within the, the contemporary dynamics of our politics, someone, young person like you and I, can feel comfortable going to discuss national issues with someone who understands the nature and then the demography of the youth, then you are going to elect a bad leader. Mm. The vice president is someone who is a youth, I mean, youthful president, who will be a youthful president, and but with the appropriate guide, I mean, I mean, guidance of the, the, or the agent. Okay. I cannot see any strong member or stalwart of the MP, stalwart of the MPP speaking mm. bad of Dr. Baumia, irrespective of the difference you have with him. Mm. Okay? Mm. That is mm. the kind of person he represents. He represents the hopes and aspiration of the country. Okay. Several countries, Zimbabwe, Nigeria, prominent people, the, the, the director of AFDB, all of them have spoke eminently of Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. Mm. Okay? That is the resources we are bringing. And the Baumia has, is coming from an area where he understands life firsthand. He didn't have life of a silver platter. He understands what it is to work on the field, to fend for himself. He understands what it is to enjoy luxury. He is able to blend the two. Some people have had life easy. Okay, they don't understand, appreciate the situation where the vulnerable and the poor fathers, the Bahumia has what it takes, he understands it. So these are the personal, and one more important thing, and as mentioned by the Reverend, uh, what do you call it, the, 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 the Reverend moderator. moderator, okay? He is the unifying force of the country, okay? Mm. This country has enjoyed relative peace 
Christian Muslim harmony, this country has enjoyed a very distinguished and a very cordial relationship between all sects. Okay, mm. to have a Muslim minority given the opportunity to serve at the helm of affairs, someone who has been very active in Christian activities is going to speak volumes of the tolerance of the diversity of the country, mm. Ghana. Mm. We've never had this opportunity to demonstrate to the world that Ghanaians are tolerant people, Ghanaians are embracing, Ghanaians are diversity, diversity aware people. Mm. This is the opportunity, and the vice president is the only one who presents that opportunity. Mm. So we need to embrace all this mm. and make sure that we work for him to ensure that we put this country on a different level. He's been a vice president for eight years. What new thing is he bringing that should, should, should get the MPP to say, let him be the leader of, of, of our party? The vice, president, the vice president is going to bring more electoral fortune to the MPP. At the party level, that is what matters. How? How? Mm. The vice president, as I mentioned, there are people who feel like you will never become a leader of the country if you belong to minority, irrespective of your competence. That alone does not invoke patriotism. That alone does not make people sacrifice for a nation. That alone is a bane on national development. Okay? And to have the MPP bringing a competent person who, irrespective of the minority he belongs, the tribal minority, the religious minority he belongs, the Ghanaian people judge him on the strong on the I mean the strength of his character, not on his family background, mm -hmm. not on his religious background, not on his tribal background. That is something significant the MPP cannot get in any of the candidate by Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. Mm -hmm. Okay. Baumia is coming in with a relatively different vision. Look, we always say that the vice president has had the vice president for vice president. Look, the constitution of the country has made the vice president of any republic of Ghana, I mean, of this republic, any president or vice president, to be the support of the president. You must first align with the vision of the president. And each generation has its needs. Okay? Each generation has its needs. We were devil with the problem of free senior high school. Allah wants Nana Adudanko Akufuadu has solved that problem and has made secondary education accessible. What about the tertiary education? Who is going to implement that? Who has the vision to implement that? What about making systems work? Who has the vision to do that? Who is going to implement that? But you see, the aura around the vision of Dr. Mahmoud Bahumia tells us that look, when you you can tell the you can tell that the food will be nice from the smell or the, the aroma of the food, right? Mm -hmm. If he's the vice president and he's giving us the benefit of all this I have mentioned in terms of education, in terms of uh, 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 technology, digitalization, in terms of, I mean, revenue, uh, GRA, transforming GRA. As we speak today, GRA has been transformed, I mean, register general has been transformed, and the register of companies is different from the, the registrar of, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, marriages, mm. okay? This is to ensure efficiency. DVLA has been transformed, that their revenue has even increased by more than 150%, okay? ECG is working. Okay, now who is going to complete that particular project that has been started? He has what it takes to start to, to complete it. None of them understand, none of the candidates understand how all of those things started. Mm. So if they don't understand it, how would they even ensure that they are sustained? How would you say they don't understand when some of them have been part of this government? Because they have told you that they have never been part of yeah, the but government. But in one breath, you are saying that they should accept that they were part of it. They so, cannot run away so from it. They could understand mm. them, mm -hmm. but they should the one who understand them better. And best is the one who initiated them. 
I cannot, you cannot tell me that I know your child more than you, mm. unless, of course, you are an irresponsible father. Okay? So the one who has conceived the idea, so one who has birthed the idea, will certainly know it more than the foster. Unless, of course, the person died prematurely. But if, as far as the person is alive, he can tell that this is my child, even if he's blind. Okay? Mm. So we need to understand that none of them, most of the policies, none of them even knew how they came about. They only saw government communicated, tightened those particular promises. Okay? So he understands that. Mm. And he is coming with, a, with, with that particular vision to complete what has been started and then use that as a springboard to put this country in a different level. Look, he has been going with the slogan, it is possible. Because mm. we want to change the mindset of the Ghanaian people from thinking that what has happened in the advanced countries is not possible to have there in Ghana. When mm. he started the drone medical service program, people mm. were there all over making fans of it, okay, laughing mm. and thinking that it was something of a joke. Now it is a life changer. But for that particular service, many lives will have been lost. Quantify the several lives it has saved. Not even in GDP terms that you can measure the lives that have been saved. Mm. But we've seen it as, as so seamlessly. And this is what he brought. And he will give us more of that. Look, he did not even come to government, but he had got these vision and ideas even in a book he has written. Before he, even became the, he had the opportunity to even become uh, you know, the vice president of the country. Mm. But look, he has not had the opportunity to finish what has been started by the, vice, by the president. And he has also got in stock. Several other life-changing ideas. I sit with the vice president. I sit in meetings with him. I find out that the most difficult period of a crisis, he comes up with innovative ideas. Oh, this gold purchase program that is started by the central bank, okay, it is one of the brainchild of the, the, the vice president. What benefit has it brought? Today, poor prices are still increasing. It hasn't brought any benefit. You don't have to cite it. <laughs> you see, you mm. see, when poor prices were going to 24 per liter, 24 guaranteed per liter, mm. okay, we needed a solution. Mm. Everyone was on the government. Bring a solution. We are suffering. Government brought some solution. Mm. Of course, poor prices will never be starting. In fact, they will come down and go up to the extent that global prices of the product is increasing. Okay? But in the midst, when the crisis is as a result of Foreign exchange problem, the scarcity mm. of forex in your, in your system. You must find ingenuity. You must find ingenuity. I mean, very, 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 uh, if you like, very brilliant ways of crafting a policy that mm. will address that. Mm. And he came with that particular policy, and that addressed the problem, no matter how momentarily. In fact, that particular project, an extension of it, has actually led to the increase in our reserves. Okay? Such a person, you cannot say, he thinks on his feet when we're in crisis. But my fuel, I mean, you said that this was going to lead to the reduction in price of fuel. It wasn't hasn't, it, hasn't it reduced? How? Today the price of fuel is going up. How much is it now? It's, uh, I think it's, uh, is it 12? 12 it's 12. Something was something. 24, mm -hmm. it has come to 12. If that is a reduction, of because, course. Because global market prices also came down. So global market, as it is case, is not going up. So you see, so you cannot appropriate and reprobate in one another extent. Mm -hmm. We are telling that, look, when the problem is as a result of Forex, the problem is as a result of scarcity, the problem is as a result of forward pricing of the BDCs mm -hmm. or OMCs. Mm -hmm. If that is the problem, and that was the problem at that time, we needed to fix it. And the vice president fixed it with that particular strategy, okay. lifting some of the pressure off. Okay, the Forex demand from the I mean, BOG by the OMG BDCs and putting it on the go. 
Okay, and that solved a problem. No matter how temporal that would be, it provided respite, it provided relief, it provided some, some kind of uh, briefing speed for the Ghanaian businesses and the individuals, households, to be able to function. Okay, so we, we, we need such leadership that when we are in crisis, people who can think on their feet, people who can, be able, who can innovate, people who can tell you that, look, in the meantime, let's do this. And the most important of, of it all is that, look, this country's problem has been uh, since time immemorial corruption. Okay? This is one single person. You can never even spell corruption around. No, but he's been a part of a government who today, if you go out to speak to the ordinary Ghanaian on the street, will say, in the history of this com- uh, 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 country, this government is the, is the government with the most corrupt cases Ever. I, so how do, I, you I then, don't, how do you then take him out I, of that even, even the first basis, I don't agree with that. Because no, the I'm Ga- saying that if you go and speak to the other people, I don't agree with you that a lot of Ghanaians will say that. Because okay. unless, of course, Ghanaians who were not exposed to the times before now. Okay. Okay. If there were a particular Ghanaian who didn't know what was happening, of course, it's possible that someone who was in junior high school then mm. probably would not have an appreciation of what is happening now as compared to what was happening then. The comparison will be difficult. But you and I, mm. okay, who have had the benefit of being at least relatively informed then and now, we should know that when it comes to comparison in corruption, this government will not come matching the previous administration. I mean, but that but, notwithstanding. But, 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 but hold on. That I mean, standard. when it comes to the is it Transparency International, mm. the uh, Corruption Perception Index, this government continuously, consistently, has performed poorly compared to the past governments. Look, so not, how do you then no, say no, that? Look, Perception mm. of corruption mm. is measured with several factors. Okay. Okay. Mm. And I've always argued that, look, unless you are saying that the media of today is static, as it was 10 years ago, mm. 10, 5 years ago, okay, the proliferation of media, the sanction on corruption, the reportage, and the safety that has been provided for journalists to report furiously and what do you call it, uh, 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 and, and without fear of, I mean, uh, 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 harm, mm. are mm. all things that make people be able to report on corruption, even zemblas of corruption. We have cases being reported to the special prosecutor. In fact, special prosecutor even go for people without report. Mm-hmm. Okay? That will feed- What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try into the perception of corruption, okay. okay? If, for instance, people's money were stolen and they were never brought to public domain and someone's money is stolen and because the media has a reporter on it, it has become a perception of corruption. It fits into the perception. Mm-hmm. So perception of corruption is one thing, but the reality, the actuality of poly- for, um, corruption is another. 
So for me, I think that perception of corruption would always be there. In fact, it will always increase. Mm. We can have a leader. The difference is that you can be able to tell whether out of the many, whose is the perception favoring or is it against? And I'm telling you that of the many people who have assembled themselves for the power or to lead the MPP, mm. Dr. Mahmoud Baume is the only one among them who you cannot even smell corruption around. Okay, and that even if you have tendency, affinity to accuse the MPP of being corrupt, you will single-handedly pick him out and tell that for this man, he is not. Okay, and that is the, 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 the anger, that is the brightest spot that every nation looks for, even in his difficult times, that you have to focus on this brightest spot mm. in the midst of the darkness. Okay. And the Bohemia represent the light in the darkness. Mm. 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 Interesting. Um, Shasaka Kelly on uh, Facebook says, naivety and ignorance is... Uh, okay. All right. Now, Ishaoui, I have said, keep up the good work. It's possible BMW best to lead. DMB signal is strong. Hashtag Baumia Connect. Um, okay. Uh, um, Abdul Fatout here says, meaning the current government is very tolerable, allowing journalists... To do their work without fear or favor, and that's a great job. Uh, okay, all right then. Uh, many of you have been sending your comment. Uh, keep them coming. But, but how do you respond to people who say that there is a tradition in the in the party that you came to meet Mr. A, so allow Mr. A to go? Yesterday, um, I was speaking to former ambassador to uh, Canada, Mr. Ayukoyotu, and he said, "Well." Kufo, uh, uh, President Kufo battled with Professor Dubuain. When Professor Dubuain was off, President Kufo came. Um, Nana Kufo battled with um, uh, uh, President Kufo. When President Kufo was off the scene, Akufo came. Akufo did the battle with John uh, Alan Kwajochemanting. When uh, Akufo is going off, Alan should automatically come. And that uh, Dr. Bahomia, who was smuggled in, I mean, he was brought in along the line should not be the one to take over the, part, the reins of the party. In the first, in the first 1998, mm -hmm. Alan, uh, Alan was not even in the race. Okay? Nana mm. Akufuadu, John Kufo, and Konadu Aproko were the okay. top most of four. When Kufo won and led the party into two victories, okay, they never said, Alan never said that there were people in the queue before I came. Let me let them go before my time came. Okay. So why would it that it was convenient then for you to contest people and now think that it is not convenient for people to contest? That is defeatish. That is one. Two, the MPP's constitution is alien. The, the fact of tra that tradition is alien to the MPP constitution. There's nowhere, even either in written or practices or customs of the MPP, or if say tradition, that you find people saying, okay, this is next, this is next. There's nothing like the Q theory in the MPP. Okay, so if there's nothing like that, why would we even come to that? Now, are they telling us that we should justicing competence? We should justicing long, I mean, what do you call it, uh, sacrifice? We should justicing contribution to party mm. over mm. the order of some so-called tradition? Mm. That is not the argument that I think that honorable people, distinguished lawyers and attorney generals should be, meet, should be making. Because if they make such argument, they are telling us that it doesn't matter. Mm. As far as I come to the seat to the table before you, no matter my contribution, whatever you come to do later, it doesn't matter. As far as I sat on the table before you, I should be made to lead the party. Mm. That does not engender confidence in the party. 
That is going to be the cause of the death of the MPP. If we ever ascribe to such a notion, okay, let this party be built on the strength of character of people. Mm. Let this party be built on the contribution of people. Let this be party leadership be determined by the grassroots. Who knows what it takes to win the election for us at the polling station? Let no one sit somewhere to think that there's some kind of theory or cue that everyone, like stages of life, you must pass through in order to lead the MPP. Why didn't we say that someone in the queue should be brought out to support Nana Akufuado to, to, to win the election? We didn't say that because we knew that we needed someone who can help us win the election. But all, all of them in the race supported the party to win the election. You cannot all, say it was one person. Who all did. of them supported, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I'm not by this belittling and diminishing anyone's contribution to the MPP towards the victory, mm -hmm. okay? But we can measure contribution of leadership on a scale. Just like everyone contributed to the independent struggle of Ghana, one person has always been mentioned to be outstanding, which mm -hmm. is Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. Why do we say that he's outstanding? Because of the, the scale, the magnitude, the degree of contribution he had made to the success. Same to the MPP. Okay? We know that if there's any one single person who's been consistent with the MPP, at least in the last past 15 years, okay, it is Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. So if from 2000... All, all from, the 10 have not been consistent with the If party. there's one person who has been consistent, and really? I repeat it, who has been consistent for the party is Dr. Mawa. How, how do you measure the consistency? Look, go to the because, party. Because, because, because someone like Jogati has been MP for how long? Go to the party. Uh, um, uh, uh, Kennedy Japan has been MP for how long? It's not about being Kennedy Japan has been with the party for how long? You're talking about consistency. And I'm asking, how do you define your consistency then? What I'm saying is someone who has been very consistent with them, go to the party and ask them, mm. even in their difficult time, who has come to their aid in terms of supporting the party? Okay. Okay? Some of these what, people, what you see, you, some of this, the party machinery has to run. Okay? Mm. Some of these people know that we are running an MPP and none of them is coming as independent, but they are coming on the ticket of the MPP. But how the party, the MPP has survived over time, most of them don't know. Okay, mm. so if you don't know even how the horse, I term it, has survived over the years, why do you want to go to, to the race with that horse? So if I say the vice president has been the most consistent, and I mean he's been because apart from waiting for the party, he has supported the survival of the party all these years. Mm. Okay, come to consistency in government. The single person who has had the vitriolic attacks, okay, of the ND, NDC is Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. Have you heard any of them mentioning Kennedy Japan? Have you ever heard any of them mention Akoto's name? Mentioning uh, Mr. Alan Chiramantan's name? Or Jogate or uh, uh, well, he was on the ticket. He was on the ticket. So, that's why. So if he's on the ticket mm -hmm. and he has suffered that particular attack and he has been at the chopping box of the MPP and he has received them without mm -hmm. complaint, mm -hmm. he has worked and he has come out of that difficulty, he has been burned in the fire and is now positioned to lead the party. No one there comes say there's a kill. Okay. Um, Suleiman Abdul Fatao says, Great submission by Dr. KB Mahama. DMB is the best option for MPP going into 2024. His sacrifice, contribution, and commitment makes him the best among his peers. Dr. KB Mahama for Wale Wale 2024, DMB for Ghana. Hashtag it is possible. Why are you going for Wale Wale? That is not a so Prosper Nati says KB Mahama is doing fantastic with his with his deliveries. God bless the leadership of Dr. Mahamudu Baumia. Um Abdul Vatawatia says there's a tradition, but times have changed, and for that matter, something must be done about the so-called tradition.
Hugh Theory will jeopardize com competency, and that will affect not only the New Patriotic Party, but Ghana. Uh, uh, Bra Presdo says, please tell Dr. Kabiru that, um, okay, let's see, if the media will report growing perceptions of corruption under any government, same way they report a declining perception of corruption. Okay, Edwin Wayakoto says, who keeps allowing, um, okay, all right then, uh, I'll leave it, leave it there. But, but let's wrap it all up. What's your expectation of Saturday? Saturday, I expect mm -hmm. that the delegates will come mm -hmm. out and they will start voting as on schedule. And at the end of the day, mm -hmm. Dr. Mahmoud Bagumere is going to Ghana 70 to 80% of the total votes of 956 voters that the register has been, I mean, we've been presented with. The mm -hmm. 596, uh, 956 voters coming out, I don't expect, I don't mm -hmm. expect. Of course, we are in a democracy and there are going to be few dissenting ones. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. People have family or other idiosyncrasies that they will consider not competence mm. okay. to vote. Okay. Okay. And those people would virtually vote for other people. But I expect the majority, overwhelming majority of the people would vote for mm. Dr. Mahmoud Bagumia. Okay. And that would be the first leg. And I'm sure that at the end of the day, some of them may come asking for, I mean, let's go for a, a, a consensus around that person to avoid wastage of resources. If they don't, in fact, I mean, our team is ready to go mm. all out for the fourth, November 4th uh, mm. election, and we are sure of another mm. overwhelming victory in that okay. particular election. Now, you expect that they'll come around and say that because the person won, let's let, let allow him to go. That would, be, that would be compromising, that would be building a party, that would be avoiding all this and uh, some of the unnecessary attacks on each other, mm. because even if the leadership may not attack each other, their supporters have, are likely to, and which may jeopardize the unity we want to have at the end mm. of the election. Okay. So if they do that, the better. But it is not going to be, no one should even dare or contemplate imposing such an option on anyone. Okay. okay? But right. if they do that in the spirit of, I mean, mm. I mean uh, patriotism or being patriots as they are, they want to forge ahead as a united mm. front, mm. why not? Okay. We, can, we can be acceptable. That could be acceptable. Okay. Ibrahim Bafua Pawapentin says, KB is doing the lot work. Regards to Amar Frempoma, incoming MP, Sunyai West. Rashid D. Zeba says, we are proud of you. Dr. K.B. Mahama, uh, keep doing uh, good for party and government. The Edward Kofi Jamna says, the NDC is patiently waiting for the discredited Baumia to defeat him in 2024. Well, K.B., uh, thank you for coming. It's, it's surprising that we all say K.B., K.B. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, but thank you for passing through. Thank you very much uh, for having us. Sure the best, uh, thank you, uh, thank you, thank you. Well, so uh, Dr. Kabiru Mahama speaks for the um, uh, Dr. Mahamudu uh, Baumia campaign team. Let's see how it goes on Saturday. We'll uh, take a quick break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Good. Everybody came out, everybody's looking good, displaying their art, beautiful art everywhere. Um, this is my fifth year coming in a row. So I'm here every August for the festival. It's been amazing being with my black people all day, every day. It's been great.
fun here. There are a lot of art things to do. So I personally love it. And I love the artworks. I love Chalorote 2022. It's fantastic. This year's experience is, uh, is marvelous. It's amazing. It's Chalorote Festival. You ought to be here. The paintings, the people, the Ghanaians were awesome. Everyone, when you're in Ghana, around the same time, make sure you check it out. It's really happening. Ready to enjoy the 11th edition of the innovative Ghana Garden and Flower Show from 30th August to 3rd September. Come to the Ifwa Sutherland Children's Park for five amazing days of fun, networking, education, business opportunities, and many surprises from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily. Theme Green Fusion collaborating for climate action the fun pack five days specially created for you your family friends work colleagues and all <music> calling all who want to see our earth preserved for our collective good to partner sponsor or book a stand call 020-209-6696 or 0249-77696 the Ghana Garden and Flower Movement is an initiative of Stratcom Africa. Experience the Stratcom Africa difference. Taliwati. When everybody came out, everybody's looking good, displaying their art, beautiful art everywhere. Um, this is my fifth year coming in a row. So I'm here every August for the festival. It's been amazing being with my black people all day, every day. It's been great. It's so fun here. Yeah. There are a lot of art things to do. So I personally love it. And I love the artworks. I love Chalorote 2022. It's fantastic. This year's experience is, uh, is marvelous. It's amazing. It's Chalorote Festival, y'all. You ought to be here. The paintings, the people, the Ghanaians were awesome. Everyone, when you're in Ghana, around the same time, make sure you check it out. It's really happening. We've had news file over the weekend and uh, an interesting part of the conversation. Oh no, we are out of range. Oh, don't worry, Daddy. I have Alex in my back. Alex, what? Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana and play Joy FM. Super Hits Radio, Radio. Joy 99.7. Listen to Joy FM. Hits FM, Love FM, live on your Amazon Echo.
Listen to your favorite multimedia radio stations live on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana, play Joy FM or Hits FM or Love FM. Or catch up on your favorite podcast by saying, Alexa, play. And then the name of your favorite podcast from Multimedia Ghana. For a list of all podcasts available, say Alexa. Ask Multimedia Ghana to browse programs. And we are back like we never lost signal. Alexa, welcome to Multimedia. Welcome back. Let's now talk, get onto a topic we hardly pay attention to, tuberculosis or TB, we uh, usually call it this afternoon. We're shining light on it and to help he deal with its prevalence in Ghana. In the studio, and uh, um, joining us via Zoom is Dr. Anthony Enemil, a pediatrician specialist at the Coming Krumah University of Science and Technology. It is him because we are focusing on children today. Dr. Grateful uh, for joining us here um, we, we've all had tuberculosis, or people say TB, but what really is tuberculosis when, when we mention the name? Doc, kindly unmute so we can, we can hear what you're telling us. All right. Uh, Doc, so, so yes. Hello. Yeah, I can hear you now. So, so I wanted to understand that we usually say TB, tuberculosis. What really is it? Thank you very much, and good afternoon to our watchers and listeners. So tuberculosis is a disease primarily of the lungs caused by microorganisms called mycobacterium tuberculosis, which we can't see with our eyes, but they really have been devastating to mankind over the years, and history has linked them even to the Egyptian mummies, which means they far outdates even the days of COVID and HIV. So TB is an ancient disease, which is still with us. We have had challenges with getting over it in adults, mm. which means it's a bigger problem in children, because children, oh. some even don't suspect children to have TB. And okay. it's basically gotten through the air. So when you breathe in, somebody coughs and the person has the bacilli in them and you inhale, you breathe in. And because everybody must breathe, uh, you can inhale the organisms. Adults seem to be more tolerant such that when they inhale, 
Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it becomes dormant. It doesn't become disease. But that is where children are disadvantaged because mm-hmm. children have a weaker immune system. They move immediately from infection to TB disease. So um, this is just a little mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Uh, but what kind of space do, do they have in terms of the children moving from the infection to the disease? What space do they have? I mean, invariably, it's a range. And children definitely progress faster mm-hmm. A matter of weeks of getting exposed to getting disease because the TB organisms are extra, I'll call it, they have extra guards in the sense that they have a protection that is quite different from other bacteria. So it makes them unique. Okay. And because they have a unique feature about their coating, it is actually also very difficult to even treat. A typical bacterial infection, you take antibiotics for a week, you are well. TB, you need six months on the average of okay. continuous treatment before you can get over it. Mm. So it's all about the fact that TB attacks or is a battle between our immune system and the organism which is virulent and trying to win. So the younger the children, are, the younger you are or the older you are, both extremes, the immune system is lower. So the organism, once it cuts into you, and mm. it's virulent, it can easily become a disease within two weeks, two months, but definitely it is quicker in children, all because they have a weaker immune system to fight mm. back than adults. Mm. Uh, according to the World Health Organization estimate, for Ghana, 10% of cases diagnosed for TB must be children. However, children under 15 diagnosed with TB constitute uh, or constituted 5.0% of the TB cases notified each year against a recommended target of 10. So what is happening then? Yeah, I mean, it's happening because TB is less suspected when children report to hospitals. So mothers, fathers, when they see their child cough, lose weight, they will take the steps and studies have shown that 98% of them will go to the hospital. But it turns out that those of us who see them in the hospital hardly think TB. In fact, we can think of virtually everything, especially pneumonia, such that uh, their children are given antibiotics, they go home, uh, we expect that they should get better. When they are not improving and they come back, mm. um, we expect by this time that whoever is seeing the child, and let's bear in mind that depending on the facility you find yourself, mm-hmm. different cadres of health workers see children. So a pediatrician may not be there. It may be a nurse. It may be a physician assistant. It may be even disease control officer. So if you don't think about TB, and we've had instances where children have been back and forth in hospitals, giving one antibiotics after the other. They are not getting better. They are not losing weight. But someone hasn't thought of it that, is this child not having TB? and probably asking a little more extra questions to confirm that this child has TB or otherwise. So that is a major contributing factor that makes the prevalence or the level of detection low. It's not that we don't have. We have TB in our system, we know. Some children die, we brand them as sepsis, we brand them as pneumonia. But some autopsy reports have shown that they actually died of TB. In other words, we are not picking them when they are alive. An autopsy results shows. So mm-hmm. we had, would have lost the statistics to show that TB numbers are higher than we are diagnosing now. What could be the, the factor then? Is it that 
the lack of skilled personnel or the right equipment to help in the detection before they die? It's always difficult to diagnose TB in children. I mean, globally, it's not only in Ghana. Just because one, you know, adults will freely produce sputum or phlegms on which most of the diagnoses are made through that. Most children, a two-year-old, wouldn't even understand that produce phlegms, so they tend to swallow. And the, the bacilli or the organism bedding in the sputum or phlegms of children are generally lower than adults. So a lot of even the standard tests that we have, it turns out to be negative. Mm-hmm. So studies have shown that children, it's actually less than 30% chance that even when you take sputum, and you take through the normal test that we should do, it will be positive. Mm-hmm. In other words, most children will be diagnostically negative in terms of the lab results, but it doesn't mean they do not have TB. So we are conscientizing, and we still need to conscientize health workers who see children, that even if you make attempt and your lab results is negative on the first attempt, it doesn't mean it cannot be TB go into the history because a lot of the time there might be an adult and again children invariably get tb from adults because adults have more bacilli children get close to adults children Mm. stay with grandmothers children stay with parents so if a father or a mother has tb a child will naturally get to their parent and then if this adult coughs onto a child Mm. this Mm. child will have the bacilli and because they can easily get from infection to disease, they even sometimes tend to present earlier. But if a health worker asks extra questions, including the fact that if somebody having cough or prolonged cough at home, that alone can trigger your ability to think, no, it could be TB. And so let me find out exactly what is happening to the adults. Mm-hmm. Is it that the father or mother or grandmother has TB? And then that will strengthen your diagnosis because, as I said, for most of them, uh, the, the, the recommended testing, which is by gene spec, will be negative. But clinical suspicion, in addition to laboratory tests, including check sensories, are one of the means by which we get close to making a diagnosis of TB in children. Yeah, interesting. So once we know that children are susceptible to TB, uh, what are the ways by which we can protect them from getting, you know, or, or contracting TB? I mean, one of the quickest way is to diagnose adults with TB. Because if you catch the adult with TB, and because children are with adults, they are naturally at risk. Mm. And TB is in the community. Sometimes we tend to understate that. But you see, everybody coming to the hospital and being diagnosed with TB comes from the community. Okay. And surveillance studies that were done in 2013 showed that people in the community, they went to taxi stations, trotter stations, and people who were just playing drafts, drivers waiting for their cars to be filled, playing drafts, they screened them. Some of them had TB, mm-hmm. and they were actually sitting in a transport area. You can imagine this trotter driver, taxi driver, loading his vehicle and coughing along the way, dropping people at their stations. Everybody in that vehicle is at risk. So if we catch adults with TB early and put them on treatment, that is the first way by which we can prevent the spread so that children who are naturally closer to adults will be prevented. That is the first step. The second is to systematically think of TB. When a child comes to the hospital once and we give antibiotics with a chest infection 
and it is not improving. Let us not think this is a special pneumonia or complicated pneumonia. Let's think TB and ask extra questions because TB can present very typically in children. Mm. And also mm. children go for weighing. If the health workers at the weighing center realize this child's growth is suboptimal, TB can actually stagnate your growth, okay. actually cause your growth to decline. So these are all indirect means because most mothers will report to their children for even healthy baby weighing. Mm. Now you, the health worker, you realize that the growth has plateaued. Ask extra question because for all you know, it might be TB staring at you. We mm. tend to delay. We tend to say, let's give nutritional support. If TB is the underlying cause and you give your nutritional support, the response will be suboptimal until you target for TB and mm. treat. Then the child can be better. Okay. But, but aside the, for, I mean, standard growth, um, what are some physical exhibitions that would alert a parent that I should probably watch out? It could be TB. Yeah. So the commonest presentation of TB is the pulmonary. That is the one affecting our chest. Most TB will begin with that. And invariably, cough will be a component if it is pulmonary or chest TB. But the cough, any cough in everybody, including a child, persisting for two weeks and beyond, and the cutoff is two weeks because most parents who have done an intervention. I mean, typically, if a child is coughing, the first thing you go to the pharmacy shop, you ask for cough syrup. It doesn't go. You go again, they give you some antibiotics. It doesn't go. Mm. It would have lapsed two weeks. It just means it is possible it could be TB. Mm. The next is they lose weight. So as I use the growth chart, okay. you, you put the child on a scale, they are not gaining weight. Fever. Actually, the type of TB fever that comes with TB be persistent, such that you are giving your antipyretic, it goes and comes back again. Pulmonary TB, the child becomes less playful. So a child who is jumping around suddenly doesn't even want to move or invariably they're conserving energy because it is actually a consumptive disease. But let's bear in mind, apart from the lungs, TB can affect virtually every other part of the body. There's meningitis, that's a TB that can go into the brain. We call it TB meningitis. It's more common in children. Okay. TB can go into the liver, can go into the spleen. There are some children whose TB can actually present like a hump at the back. We call it POTS disease. And some children can be paralyzed just okay. because they have TB that is sitting at their back. Okay. So these are the pulmonary and some of the extra pulmonary presentations. Mm. Doc, I'm grateful to you for joining us here this afternoon. Thank you. Uh, to other stories now, and to accelerate rural development, the government has launched a seven-year project which aims at reducing poverty and improving access to socio-economic infrastructure. The Minister of Local Government, Decentralization and Rural Development, Dan Kweku Boche, who announced the $24 million plan, revealed that there will be measures put in place to ensure increase in accountability. There's more in this report by Jacqueline Ansumayabwa. To reduce rural poverty issue in Ghana, the government in the year 2014 launched phase one of the integrated rural development. The project, which ran for seven years, aimed at improving agricultural productivity and improve socioeconomic infrastructure. Based on the success of the phase one, government has launched phase two of the project, which will cost $24 million. The phase will facilitate job creation and improve access to 
socio-economic infrastructure such as schools, rural clinics, sanitation facilities, amongst others. The Minister for Local Government, Decentralization and Rural Development, Daniel Boche, said to avoid misappropriation of funds, government will increase social accountability measures. This progress, as we said, even though I was elaborating too much on the part of the monies that are used to pay for project management, I suspect the reason why they do that is to cure the very thing that we are talking of. The assemblies have their staff already, from MC, coordinating director, engineers, planners. But the project allows for employment of extra or external consultants who validate all the plans that they bring. So in all these projects, I can testify that in the project one, there was value for money. All projects that were started were completed. He further revealed that most organizations and NGOs are unable to account for the cost involved in projects, which results in non-continuity of most projects in rural areas. We have the flexibility. Some of them allow you to even rehabilitate or continue existing projects. But it's all because of accountability. That's the issue. If we take funding from Project A, or yes, uh, a Project A, to build a school building, and you get to the roofing level and you don't finish, another funding source gives you money. Do you co- how do you convince the second funding source that you use their money to complete the first one? And so you come and you commission a classroom block, then you say that we got funding for both Project A and Project B. That's why it comes back to the assembly. That's why I've been emphasizing the role of district assemblies. Whoever you are, and the law says that they are supposed to coordinate projects of even NGOs. You cannot say that I'm an NGO, I've entered your district, I'm going to do what I like. No, it's wrong. The CEO of the Social Investment Fund, Justice Mensa Amankwasti, said that one component of the project will ensure that rural communities have access to credit facilities to encourage the growth of small and medium enterprises. Some of the remote centers are quite difficult to assess. So when we we send this project there, it will go a long way to transform their life. Then we have the macro finance where we are also talking to some of the banks that can reach out to the interior, as Honorable is saying. We don't want to uh, hold on in the, just the center of the desert capital. I want to go inside. The second phase of the Integrated Rural Development Project is expected to end in the year 2027. For Joy News, Jacqueline and Sumaya Boa. Well, the Holy Book. Uh, admonishes all of us to be holy and ensure that we, we live according to the tenet of the, of the holy book. But in today's world where things are very difficult, I mean, there are no jobs, uh, the youth are exploited sexually, uh, are the youth able to stay uh, chaste in the, in the holy name? Uh, we're being joined, I mean, uh, because of this, Joy um, FM and, uh, I mean, the Joy Gospel team, they will tell us more about it. Uh, they are holding a family forum coming Monday to discuss all of this. Uh, Fifi Folson is host of Joy Time in his presence and reason is Jesus. And he joins me in studio with much more. Fifi, welcome. Thank you, sir. So, what are we looking at here? Well, um, just as you rightly mentioned, we are in an era where a lot of issues are out with regard to moral decadence, mm. of course. And for Joy Gospel, like you said, uh, we have sought it right. You know, this is the third annual Joy Christian Forum mm. to address it holistically. 
Okay. Because just as you mentioned, uh, a lot is happening that is rather affecting us morally. And you can tell that if uh, morally we are weak, it affects the community, affects the world at large. Mm. And so this forum seeks to address that uh, in a way where, if you like, uh, the youth, even parents thereof, will mm. hear what is right and help groom and raise a generation that will be chased mm. and morally upright. Right. It, will be, it will be a reverting uh, <laughs> conversation there. But, so what should we expect? All right. So um, we have been blessed uh, with uh, arguably three fantastic speakers who, by reason of their calling, I mean, when it comes to uh, family life, you know, they're well-vexed where this is concerned. And so they're coming through to speak to us, okay? Mm. I want to share this quickly. In the book of Galatians, we are admonished to, if you like, stay right. Mm-hmm. And uh, this has to do with uh, being chaste and morally upright. Okay. So these guests are going to speak to why we need a generation, why we need a people, why the youth of today, in spite of scarcity of jobs, in spite of all the, let me use the street language, wahala of, uh, you know, wanting to do things the straight way, sometimes because, you know, they don't have it that way, mm-hmm. people abuse them or they allow themselves to go the other route, which doesn't go well. And if the foundation is wrong for mm-hmm. us, even we keep talking about corruption, we keep talking about a whole lot, mm-hmm. but we can trace it down to all of these things, mm-hmm. immorality and all of that. But the focus is, can we address this so the youth will understand what it means to remain chaste and be moral? Okay. You mentioned some three fantastic people. Yeah. Be okay. So, Tell us more about them. Good. Yeah. So um, let me quickly pull this out. We're honored to have uh, Reverend, uh, I always call him Reverend, even though he fights me on that, <laughs> Elder Elda. Amos Kevin Annan. I mean, he is uh, one fantastic uh, individual when it comes mm-hmm. to family life. I mean, he deals with the youth. He's a convener for singles and 3D summits. He's speaking uh, to this subject. We have Reverend Mrs. Catherine Onyodukit, uh, founding president, Family Relations International, mm-hmm. also speaking very passionate about this. We have Pastor Andrew Yako, our pastor and counselor from Kumasi, also coming on board. And so, well, of course, we're going to have an interactive time, uh, Pastor Tuakwa of uh, Joy, uh, Time and Expressions, uh, uh, Walk with Jesus is hosting this. Okay. It's the third annual Joy Christian Forum, and it's going to be holistic. I mean, of course, we'll allow for questions uh, equally, mm-hmm. but the, the focus is to send the message aright that, look, we need to raise a generation of youngsters who understand mm-hmm. what it means to be chased and morally upright, mm. no we, compromise. We always say that Ghana, for example, is a Christian-dominated country. Exactly so. But corruption is still on the high end. So I everybody know. speaks and says, okay, yeah. we tend to the church and say, yeah. church is to be blamed. So yeah. I think this is right. But when and where is this happening? So God willing, on Monday, the 28th of uh, August is happening. Of course, uh, I mean, joy is worldwide. Once you tune into the frequency modulation, joy 997, the good news, you're going to hear us live. Mm. We'll also stream across all the social media platforms. So if you're a parent, you are a guardian, your children, your wards will have to connect. Connect to them. I mean, 7 p.m., we are on a live all across. And, uh, oh, it's 7 p.m.? Yeah, 7 p.m. Oh, okay. in the evening, yeah. Mm. And so we're going to beam it live. And uh, we're just hoping that the youth, those who this matters most, okay, will will find time to listen. That's what I'm asking. Chat groups, leaders, pastors, parents, I mean, make this uh, a big deal and get them to plug in to the Joy Christian Forum mm. uh, on the 28th, Monday mm. uh, of August, 7 p.m. Okay, so just stay in the comfort of your home. Exactly. And follow the exactly. discussion.
and learn as well. Not, don't just listen, exactly. but pick some notes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it will be interesting. I, can, I can't wait for the day to come so that we can all Thank learn something. Um, what would you say last to our, our, our viewers before we part ways? Well, I honestly, thank you for the opportunity. I honestly would say that everyone should make a time to connect. I mean, this makes a whole sense. If we want to raise a generation of people who would, uh, if like, live upright and deal the right way with things, let's tackle it. And when we're talking about chastity and immorality, it only doesn't have to do with sexual stuff. It has a lot to do holistically with even our up, you know, bringing our our way of life and i believe that if we can tackle this from the youthful stage at this point or we can be sure that in future we're going to have a generation of people who will remain chaste and of course who will be morally upright perhaps it will deliver us from the canker called uh shall i mention it corruption <laughs> interesting all right uh Fifi Paulson, yes sir uh, thanks for coming thanks Briggs. i wish you all the best yeah thank you sir all right this is still the pulse and uh to the ot region where residents in the regional capital dambai are angry about the deplorable state of town roads the contractor working on the dambai town road to join new sources say had abandoned the job at the job and left site due to financial and some contractual issues this has also made work to be stored on at least two critical roads in that region. Peter Seno has more. The My Town roads were scheduled for completion at least before the end of 2021. By September 2020, most of the culvert works were done by city construction. As of August 2023, this is the state of affairs of the My Town roads. Even the very street leading to the residence of the regional minister is that terrible. This is as a result of works abandoned by the contractor due to financial and contractual issues. The study school is a cause for worry for residents at the regional capital. This road should have been completed in 2020, but has been left till now that gravels has been poured on it. The state of the road is really worrying. We are asking government to fix it. It is really worrying us. How to move from the other side to transact any business is a challenge. How to commute from home to my shop is a problem. The mud you see now is the same dust you see during the dry season. Oh, this time, no. I'm saying that you're wrong. Sahan or Peter, I'm just going to throw. That's the minister's car. The muddy gravel is making things worse. Pregnant women could have miscarriage or even die if they want to access health facilities in the area. If they want to fix the road, then they must do it well, else we will block the road. Even the minister cannot go to his residence. Then 
the abandoning of works and sites in the region has led to the stall of works on two critical roads in the region. Damai to Nkwanta and Jessica to Rara are the affected roads. A visit to the site saw empty environment and evacuation of all machinery. Joshua Mwainam Makubu is the regional minister. This is the street leading to his residence. He says he shares in the sentiments of residents. I am a citizen before I am a regional minister. And just the same way, any other resident of OT region or user of the rules you have just mentioned will feel. I feel uh, much the same way. Uh, Jasikain, Rara, Nkwanta, Dambai, Dambai Township rules, they were all under the same contractor, city constructions. It was on site until uh, work came down. Uh, somewhere around 2022, I had a couple of engagements with it. There was even a time they brought in, a, what do you call it, a document for me to sign for extension of contract, which I did. And then they said it was in the rainy season. They were waiting. When the rain subsided, they would come back to site. But before I realized, they had started parking uh, items. He is also appealing to residents to be patient while the process to resolve the challenge continues. I appreciate what we go through on a daily basis. Just be a little bit patient with me and support me in prayers. At least if you have any idea, my office is always open. Let's talk and see how we can move together. Peter Sanu for Joy News. And in the studio here in Accra, I am Samuel Kojo Brace. It is on that note that we call it a day here on the pause for today. But we'll leave you in the hands of the LTS team. On behalf of the entire team, I say it was a pleasure to come here with a pause and grateful that you, you allowed us into your space. We'll meet again, God willing, tomorrow. Until then, please be good. I was just